Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guest this week, well, imagine you've been working for 20 years to build up your business and it's become quite successful. And just as you're starting to wind it down and think about retirement, thinking about expansions, thinking about doing other kinds of things with your business, you get an orphan child literally handed to you. How would that change you and your business? Well, let's find out on this week's Small Business Celebration. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Don Howard, the owner of Onsite Medical Services. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And for visioners who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? My name is Don Howard. I own Onsite Medical Services locally here in Kern County. We are branching out to Ventura County, and we offer services to doctors or medical facilities that need telehealth appointments, support services. One of the reasons we're talking with Don today is because there's a major shift that's happening in medicine. Now, you've probably heard your parents or your grandparents tell the day back in the 40s and 50s when the doctor would come out and visit you. Well, medicine is starting to go back that way, too. And that's one of the reasons we're talking with you today, Don. Yes. One of the things that's fascinating about what you're doing is that you're working with physicians to go actually go out and go to people's houses that can't actually make it into the, into the doctor's offices themselves. We'll receive an order from the doctor's office, whether it be to collect a urine sample, a blood sample, a wellness checkup, a welfare check. Okay. And this is something that the doctor has concerns with, and that way the doctor does not have to relieve one of their medical staff to go out in the field to do that. They call our company to go and offer these services to their patients. And you also offer these services for business owners as well. As well, yes. We will provide drug screen testing, wellness checkups. We'll also do COVID testing. We'll, on a regular basis, if they need us to go out on site in the field, we'll do random drug screen testing. That's what we provide for the companies. Our big support, though, is to providing a service for the doctors and their patients that can't leave their homes. What, what prompted you to want to get in the nursing field in the beginning? My mother. Really? When I was a young person, just <laughs> right out of high school, starting to go into college, mm -hmm. she had an episode with her own health where she was diabetic. She was misdiagnosed for mm -hmm. at least a year and a half. Wow. And she was properly diagnosed at Samson Medical Clinic. It was at a point where I drove her there. She had some testing. Mm -hmm. By the end of the visit, the doctor told her she cannot leave their premises until she teaches herself how to give herself her own injection mm. for insulin. That's pretty scary I know she was unaware. It was her eye doctor that found her issues, not her primary care doctor. Wow. And that right then put up a, a, a flag saying... You know, a lot of doctors are just too busy to have that extra little bit, that extra moment to see if a person has a certain issue. Mm. And 
her eye doctor is the one that took that extra time to say, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm just letting you know that right. there are some issues that I think are concerning. And that's what happened. It took my mother over four hours to give herself an injection. And that was a real difficult thing for her to do. And that part of me said, I want to be the compassionate person that has that extra time for these patients that don't get that extra time with their doctors. Your mother went through and it took her four hours to go ahead and get that injection and get give that go. Give, 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 give her, her the confidence to do it herself. And that led you into the medical field. Yes. And you went to university, yes. got your nursing degree. Yes. But your your travels to on-site started through the insurance business. Correct. What happened? I had an opportunity in Ventura where I was living at the time to work with a company that provided services for life insurance people, the agents that are trying to have their clients get qualified for life insurance. Right. Part of that, they had to have a medical, right. blood sample, urine sample, EKG. I was working at the Ventura County Hospital for a time. And then when I had an opportunity to work with the insurance industry, I took that opportunity worked with them for at least a year and a half in that area, and then they offered me to uh, come to Kern County. Hmm. And that was... And Kern County is like a two-hour two drive, drive from Ventura, right? And at that time, I was a young mom with a, a little one, and I was saying, well, I can pull it off. I can try to do that. And I had my brother that lived here in Bakersfield, and so that was a good support team. Mm -hmm. And some of these days turned into overnight stays because what I was doing is I would be... Uh, completing a medical right. at a request that I had, and I would see 10, 15 people a day. In between time, I would stop off at local insurance companies to let them know that I'm here in town. I did that for the first six months, and I was saying, I'm about tired of this. So <laughs> sure. I had to transition, and about six months later, moved to Bakersfield. And at the time when I took on this opportunity, there was no coverage that was stable enough in this area that was growing because at that time Kern County was growing. Right. And so I took that time to say, well, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to do. I know what I can do. Right. And and I set myself up to to do it. I created myself a flyer. I introduced myself. I would call them on the phone, make sure they're in business. I would go there, hand them a flyer. I would follow up two or three days later, and I'd go back the next next week. So let me get this straight. You were living in Ventura. You drive two hours to Bakersfield, work all day knocking on doors, getting all kinds of rejection and all kinds of no's, and then driving two hours back to Ventura. Yes. And you did that for how long? All, up to a year. And how did things grow? By me yeah. being persistent, yeah, and being and never saying no, and I would never, t I would take a rejection as a conquest, right, to achieve a different goal. And how big did the business grow? When I first started, they had zero coverage here, right. zero stability, right. And the first, after the first year and a half, they saw what I was doing, right. And I, my first record was, I, I, I know that I created it, one hundred and fifty percent. Then. Very shortly after that, it was 400%, and then 800%. And 
And they said, Don, and I, because I told them, I said, I would give you three years in Bakersfield as long as I get to go back to Ventura. Right. After three years, I said, you're not coming back. (laughs) (laughs) We can't pay you enough to go back to Ventura. And so I said, okay. So then I made my roots here. And then I said, you know, I love the insurance industry, but my passion is the doctors. Mm. And what really launched it was COVID, Mm. the the offering of telehealth appointments. Really? Now I can offer these services that I was gladly do for insurance companies. I can offer it to doctors now and to their patients that can't leave their homes. And how is this a real boon to physicians and them giving you a call? the doctors have an extra set of eyes and ears for each patient that we see. Mm. And if we have a situation that is not healthy at a, a person's home, we can be the person that lets the doctor be informed about that particular patient. Mm. That's when they can offer other services, home health care services, hospice services, welfare checks. We can let the doctor we can inform the doctor of things that are questionable. From one of their patients that they didn't know about. So that the patient doesn't have to go to an optometrist and find out they're a diabetic. Correct. If visioneers want to get in touch with you and learn more about the services that you offer for their business or physicians that want to learn more about your services that you can offer them, how do they do that? You can call us at our phone number, 661-397-3063. You can look us up on the website. On-site medical services, LLC.com. And when we come back, we're going to talk about something that Don mentioned in passing, which was knocking on doors. And how do you teach that to your employees? And if you like Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And we'll talk more about getting those no's and the rejections. And how do you teach that to your employees when we come right back? The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarua Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarua Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarua Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClaruaTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarua Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Don Howard, the owner of Onsite Medical Services, and our visionary question comes from Trina who asks, I've been door knocking for years and I'm re-examining what I'm doing to encourage my sales team with rejection. What do you do to teach persistence and to roll with the nose? To roll with the nose, mm-hmm. take that as a yes. Okay. Give it a little bit of time right. and you can turn it into a yes. Okay. And the reason, the way you do that is give it 24 hours. Hmm. Go back, mm. go back, mm. go back. And that's how I actually uh, have had gotten my first job. My boss at the time, right. she was pregnant, delivering her kid in the hospital, and I was there at the delivery because <laughs> I, I wanted that job. Right. And she goes, well, I'm delivering a child. You can't, uh, you know, I'm not at work. And I said, I know. I just want to be here for you. And from we created a friendship since then. Sure. So you know, you just 
just kind of know what people are going through and be available, be in tuned mm. to what's in your environment right. and what you, what you can do to offer somebody. One of the challenges that a lot of business owners have when they're training their sales team, especially if it's somebody who's new to sales, is how do you not take it personally when the prospect says, no, go away, kid, I don't want to talk to you? You have to have broad shoulders first. How so? Well, when I first came to Bakersfield, of course, I was shut down constantly. Right. But then I would go back. Mm. And they'd see my face again. Or I'd make a phone call. They'd see my face again. And that's just it. I, I was at least, they can see that I had enough drive in me to know that I'm not going anywhere. And that I'm going to be here when they do call me. And that's happened just recently. There were a few accounts that were trying to use another company. And they tried that other company out. They said, you know what? We're going to call Don again. Because they, they everybody, everybody comes into town and they're all new and they, they'll come and go, come and go. I haven't went anywhere. I've stayed steady fast here in Bakersfield for 30 years. And I think that's what it is, is they know my track record. They know that I've gone through merges. I've gone through shutdowns. I've gone through earthquakes. I've gone through anything that was put in front of me, and I, and I made, it, made it a success. Tell me about Tony Hong. Tony Hong was one of my patients when I, as I was doing a life insurance physical on him. Okay. We met each other. We knew that there was just something about our dynamic. Well, what what we does can he work do? Together. He's a an OBGYN, okay, premier uh, premier medical, and he delivers babies. Okay, that's what he does. Right, and he started his career in Kern Medical. Okay, going through the training, and now he has his own practice, a very wonderful practice. He's delivered my my niece's baby just recently, <laughs> not too long ago. Right. And he's a very warm-hearted, wonderful person. And him and I started our separate business doing drug screen testing mm. and working with the labs and things like that. And then I told him about on-site. And I told him that I want to start doing COVID testing. And he continues to be my medical review officer today based on all the different services that I'm providing. And so we have a great working relationship. I call him on the phone. He goes, Don, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And we are not, he's not my only medical review officer. I have others as well. Right. But he is the person that I look to to make all the, the decisions in the business to make sure that we are doing everything 100% legally. And I stand behind him. He stands behind me. We have 100% trust in each other. How has his encouragement helped you grow as a business owner. I was too afraid to launch out into this part of it. Mm. And he said, no, do it. I trust you. You can do this. I don't have time to do it. That's what he tells me. Right. Said, but I do. <laughs> right, right. And so we had just a, a, great, a great opportunity for both of us to see uh, how we can change things in the medical industry. And I just got word that he's going to retire this year. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how it all changes after that. He said he was going to retire, and I think he's going to. He's so going we'll to just, do it for this time. Yeah, I think so.
Now comes the next phase of your business because you've been doing this business for 30 years? 30 years. Right. And now it's your turn to be the mentor. But you learn things from your employees. Correct. In, in return. Tell me about some of the things that you have learned about yourself and grown as a business owner from your employees. From my employees? Yeah. To give them the opportunity to grow. Every employee that's here have, has worked with me while they were going to school as nurses. Mm. And, and even though I know that they may not be with me for more than two or three years, every person that has worked with me have come back to me and thanked me for giving them an opportunity because now working in the nursing field, they have more skills than they would have had if they never worked in the medical field beforehand. And so they, they, met, they, they were glad to have had this opportunity. How have you learned the value of persistence and patience from your employees? Well, there's a few times there was an, uh, uh, employees. They had, no, I've never had any like employees that would not show up or this or that. Mm -hmm. There was one employee that she didn't have enough confidence in herself mm. and her blood draw skills. Mm. I knew she had it in her. Right. So I gave her enough time, as much time as she needed to gather enough skills working in the field. And at one time she was just going to walk away. Well, I didn't let her walk away. And now she is on to her nursing program. That's one indicator. Right. Another one, a, a girl that I recently hired, she was working for actually a laboratory here in town. Mm -hmm. And I never bugged her. I told her, I said, if you ever want to be a, a, an independent type of person and do your own thing and still have enough money to be made while you're creating your own independence, call me up. And she now is working with me as an independent contractor, and she has her own little business of drawing blood. And so I just find out what it is that you want to do with your life. You can work with me, and I'll work around your schedule, my schedule. If there's a client that you can't see, I'm going to go see. I, I just don't take no. If you're, I just don't have turnover unless it's because they're in school. Right. I have people that want to work with me because I'm so flexible and give them the encouragement they need to continue on with school and their life. I let them have their schedule to where they can still work on their life and their endeavors. It makes a big difference. Sure. How have you learned patience? How have I learned patience? That, just that way by working with uh, other people, taking having their needs as important as my needs. Mm. It makes a big difference. How so? Because if I were to just take, if it was just all about me, mm. then I'd be very selfish. And, they, and I would, I'd be filled with selfishness. And people would see that. And I'm not. I'm transparent. And if a person has a need or a want or a desire, I'll help make that happen as long as they're reasonable. Right. And it's something that we can work together on. When we come back, we're going to talk about, okay, I've got a business that's going well, and now I've suddenly got a new little one on the way or one that's already here. And how does it change me and the business when we come right back? 
The reason we're talking with Don Howard, the owner of Onsite Medical Services, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. We had a visioneer that wanted to find out, yeah, how do I teach people how to take rejection? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And who knows, maybe your question will appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Don Howard, the owner of Onsite Medical Services, and our visioner question comes from Raymond who asks, we're launching a sister business to our original. The difference is, this time, is that we have a newborn on the way. What things have you done to make the balance of the two and make them work? You kind of relate well, to this yourself, don't you? I sure can. What, why is that? And just as I was launching uh, on-site medical services, what we're talking about today, it's always been uh, in force, but it was never actively being marketed Except in, oh my goodness, you really want me to talk about it, huh? I do. Huh. Okay, in October 25th, 2019, mm -hmm. October 20th, 2019, I was in Ventura mm -hmm. talking with an associate about how I want to provide these services in Ventura. October 25th, 2019, a five-day-old baby was handed in my arms with the umbilical cord still wrapped in, on his, was still in his belly, still attached to his body, here. And wow. I said, uh, hmm, what am I going to do with this situation? So what happens is, in fact, it was in this room this baby was handed to me. Hmm. Not a family member, an acquaintance. So I called my associate inventor. I said, you know, I need to, Think about this for a minute. Give me 30 days. Didn't tell her the details, what was going on. Two hours after the baby was given to me, the hospital calls me. The, the mother of the child was back at the hospital due to an emergency procedure and asked uh, if I if I could if the baby's there. So I said, sure, come in my office, come pick him up. I don't know. I didn't know what the details were. No one called me for two weeks. I had this baby. Wow. No one calls me. No CPS. No mom. Nobody. So I keep the baby. Then after two weeks, the mother is calling me, and I said, oh, I don't think so. I think you need to call the sheriff or CPS or whoever you need to call. Well, then it got me entang entangled in the whole situation. Finally, somebody comes to my office. Somebody comes to my house. Well, will you keep this baby safe until we decide what we're going to do with the mother? And now we're in almost his fourth year, October 23rd. Well, he'll be four years old. He's still with me. And I do believe that the next court date will be in December, that this little boy will be in my life on a permanent basis. But yes, did that shake up my world? It sure did. The first six months, I had him here in a basket underneath my desk in my office. Just brought him with me the first six months of his birth. And I didn't stop doing business. I just had to add him to my business. And it's been like that ever since. How have you been able to balance the two? It's been very difficult. How so? But I have a great team. I've built up a great team 
that, like I said, I work my hours, they work their hours, and now that the little guy is a little bit older and he's in preschool, I'm now able to dedicate more of my time to building up and launching on-site. I had to, I had to sacrifice, most definitely. There's been sacrifices for this little guy. Now that he's a little bit older and he's now school age, I can put now 100% back into promoting what I set forth to do with on-site. But there was that big sacrifice for this little person, this little human that doesn't have anybody. Didn't have anybody. Now he's got everybody. But at that time, I had to put, put aside my wants and desires for a little human that didn't have anybody. Congratulations. Yes. But now watch out. He's big enough now. Well, you know, and, and speaking of big enough, your, your first son, from when you were making that trip from Ventura to Bakersfield and back again every day, he's fully grown now. Yes, he was the same age this little guy is. And what is he doing now? He's a bodybuilder. Yeah. He's self-employed. He's, uh, he's now, well, he's just completing his real estate license. Right. He just sold his first home, and now he's going to invest in real estate property, as well as he has uh, taken on the fam- his dad's family business of solar. So he'll be a real estate agent and still providing solar to the community. He's relocating himself up to Fresno for his bodybuilding career. And becoming a professional bodybuilder. Yes, he's definitely in pursuing a professional bodybuilding. He's been doing uh, competitions for the last 10 years and has, and has been first, second, or third. He's trying to now make it to the pro status. So the internal strength of his mother is becoming the physical strength of the son. Most definitely. When you're not here, what do you like to do for fun? Well, every free moment. Yeah. While I during you know during the during the week, we'll say, uh, the little guy and I will go to the gym and we'll do the exercise classes, and he'll get to do his little toddler time. Right. During the evenings, and then for myself on the weekends, I refurbish a houseboat in Ventura. Really. That is getting ready to be put in the slip, and yeah. family, friends, everybody can enjoy on the weekends. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't envision you as somebody who's, who does carpentry. I oh, guess that's something, something totally different than medical. Most definitely. And when I first moved back to Bakersfield, one of the things that we did was I would, I would buy a house, right. fix it up, do all the work myself, right. turn around, flip it, buy another one. I did that a few times as well. And I like doing household you know, remodels and things like that. And so now we're doing it to a boat. And now you're doing it to a boat, and, it, and it's, a, it's a seafaring boat. It yep. goes out on the ocean. And are you going to take it on any long trips? Heck no. We're just going <laughs> to We're just going to enjoy it as a houseboat. Okay. And then enjoy glasses of wine and tool around the harbor. Nice. And flip it? No. I'm <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I'm just going to enjoy it. That sounds good. What has working on that houseboat taught you? that you apply to your business? The houseboat made me cry a few times. Okay. My business has it. <laughs> okay, how so? Because you would think that you sealed up all the leaks, mm. even though it's a fiberglass boat. Right. You would think, 
okay, I've seen a few rains, fix this leak. See another few rains, fix this leak. No, there's always going to be a leak. Hmm. And you have to not let that give you a bad moment. You have to realize, okay, well, there's a leak here. Let's fix this. There's a leak here. Let's fix that. Well, guess what? We found the source of the main leak. And so now it can rain all day long and there's no leaks. But you know how long that took? A year and a half. Ah, yeah. So persistence and patience for that boat. Believe me, a couple of times I wanted to burn it. <laughs> sure. And walk away, but I didn't. <laughs> now we're at the fun stage of it. Now it's a lot of fun. Don, this has been a real treat. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Yeah, thank you for having me. And if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? You can call me at 661-397-3063. Or also you can check our web out at onsitemedicalservicesllc.com. And I'll be right back with my final thought. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. The smell of fresh paint. Not that long ago, my wife and I were watching a rerun of Downton Abbey. More specifically, it was one of the movies that follows the series where the King of England comes to visit Downton Abbey. And of course, anytime the King comes to visit one of his subjects, it's a big deal. And especially for them, because it's more than just a social call, it's a political call as well. And so they were going through in the drama and the intrigue of getting the house and the people ready and who was going to say what to whom and all the wonderful deliciousness that makes the series great. And when the king finally sits down and has dinner with the family, he makes an off-handed remark, something to the effect that it's nice to be in a place that doesn't smell like fresh paint. You see, he visits a lot of places and everywhere he goes, and he sits down to eat, it smells like fresh paint because everybody wants to put on the best foot forward and make their home, their palace look the best it can be. But it was nice, he thought, to be able to sit down and have a dinner and have good conversation with people who were authentic, as authentic as they could be, in a place like that. And it got me to thinking about a conversation I recently had with a visioneer who, they have a successful business already. And they were trying to land this one particular client. And they were going through and totally rechanging and upchanging and move changing, everything changing about their building, about their office and the way they were doing things for this one particular potential client. And they, the visioneer was talking to me about this, and I related to him the story from Downton Abbey. 
that it was important to go ahead and put your best foot forward, but was it really necessary for this particular prospect? After all, even the King of England likes to go to a place that doesn't smell like fresh paint. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Don Howard, the owner of Onsite Medical Services, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.